I think that is how you like a like a, a an unplugged steel guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. That's fucking badass. <laughs> either that, either that, or I just gotta sing. You know, just I gotta you know get in you know, um, specifically rock star Chad Kroger modus mm. from the song Rock Star. Yeah. Big rock star. We're with the movie stars. Yeah. Okay, I remember this one. Yeah. I remember this one. I'm still young and hot. <laughs> I started recording. I got all of this. You liked it? Yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah. For those who don't know, I'm working on my um on my on my singing to for my um my not even really for anything musical related. Just I'm getting ready for my. My personal Chad Kroger Nickelback rock star moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, when am I gonna get rock star pilled? <laughs> yeah, um, when am I gonna get Nickelback rock star yeah, pilled? I'm, 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 uh, uh, I'm, I'm based and rock pilled. <laughs> no, based and rock pilled. I'm starred up. Uh, um, yeah, this is this is this is all a consequence of. I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I'm very much a like Nickelback defender. I think we've talked about this. We've talked about the, yeah, 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 yeah. They they definitely like have lasted, and I naturally am an observer of the holiday Coca Cola Roller Coaster Day, the anniversary of when Nickelback made a funk song. That's right, uh, an important holiday in the Caron calendar. Uh, it's March. At some point, <laughs> I forgot the day. Did I talk about this with you last last week, or was I talking with 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 Yulia about this, or? Um, I feel this is like very much an American uh, uh, phenomenon of like the suburban parents who like Nickelback, and they're okay. like they're like a little bit freakier, you know? Like mm. they're like they like they like like my um, my sister's fiance was telling me about how he would carpool to um, uh, to football practice, like right. American football practice, making yep. it even more fitting. That the parents, the suburban parents, are taking their two kids in Texas to, hmm. uh, to to football practice, and they just loved Nickelback. But they would like play the like raunchy Nickelback songs while taking these like high school kids to like drop them <laughs> off, and it just seemed like such a vibe that just seemed too familiar for some right, reason. Right, yeah, it's yeah. just like yeah, there's like you know, those like weird, freaky like like uh 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 upper middle class like white american parents yeah i think it's it's a i think it's the phenomenon of like the parents who maybe are trying they're trying to be like the cool parents yeah they're trying a little too hard to stay current yeah and have kind of like maybe missed the mark a little bit or like have found a current band that they have not realized was probably targeted at them to begin with. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, like, yeah. This is not like this is not what the kids are listening to. <laughs> well, that was the thing that was so funny is that I remember there was one time. There's this. There's a. There's a marathon in Phoenix called the. <laughs> Sorry, do you remember the way everyone talked about like the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack and stuff like that? Imagine if you were the guy who was like, "Oh yeah, the Spider-Man soundtrack." <laughs> I'll wait for a hero to save me. <laughs> Just yeah. like. <laughs> 
<laughs> just the scene from fucking the fucking um, Scorpion King soundtrack yeah. really spoke to me. But like the the scene, or what's the movie with Aaliyah in it? Um, shit, I don't know. Like, not Queen I'm, of the Damned. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. The new metal movie yeah. genre. Uh, um, but the the I'm just imagining the scene from fucking Garden State where Zach Braff has handed the like headphones and it's just like. I was a hero to save <laughs> instead yeah, of like instead the, of the shins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the Smiths, I think. Oh my god! Yeah. Ah. Uh, no. Well, uh, what were so what we were talking about? Nickelback. I don't. You. you I, I, got, <laughs> I, just, I, I got derailed now. Sorry. Is that something about Arizona? Uh, uh, um, softball practice? Did I hear that? Or am I just imagining American things? <laughs> Did you mention apple pie? No, I mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned football practice football. Of, my, of my sister's fiance. But yeah, yeah, no. There's just something about the there's something about the Nickelback parent that's very the Nickelback about. parent. I feel like was a, a, a was no stranger to something I encountered in my brief time in the United States, like uh, like for a month or whatever in Seattle, which was the three doors down parent. <laughs> <laughs> the like proud RNC like well like this is before their turn I guess they were kind of like the new band this is like this is their first album this is I remember it specifically it was just after 9-11 because airport was a fucking nightmare to get through when I was flying to Seattle so this is like 2002 so yeah yeah and you just I encountered the, the the three doors down parent. I didn't think much of it at the time. I was just like, I guess that's a band yeah, I've now listened that to. family votes Republican. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Subur- like rich suburban Seattle? Absolutely. <laughs> they are the Republican Party of of Seattle. Like That's true, yeah. Yeah. There's a there's like God, I wish you could I wish you could map the bands to the states. I wish there was, like, a state divide of, like, it's the Nickelback parents in Arizona, and then it's, like, the Three Doors Down parents. Oh, yeah, Nickelback parents 100% would be in Arizona. I remember when I was, like, when I was, like, like, it was the first time I ever drank, which is really funny. Hell yeah. Um, I went with my aunt, and we went to, like, Mexico, because, you know, it's, like, right there. Yes. Near, 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 near Arizona. And her friends were, like, kind of Nickelback parents. Okay. So um, they were all, like, blah. They were like, yeah, we got this new cool album given. I was, like, you know, this is, like, my, like, I was in, like, freshman year of high school or whatever. Mm. And I'm with my aunt on, like, a vacation. And her friends are just, like, blasting, like, Nickelback. And they're just, like, this is the sickest shit. And, yeah, like, like, like. Nick, I got a film for you. going to change your life, Spider-Man 1. Yeah. <laughs> the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and it really is. It, like, like, they really don't, like. Like get that that band is completely targeted exactly to them. It's yeah. Like, hey, did you like like Motley Crue? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love Nickelback. You're gonna love Alabama Man. Alabama Man. <laughs> we need you to check out this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It is your weekly corner spate. None of that bonus bullshit that so Please keep giving us <laughs> If it feels... If the episodes have felt that they're a little bit more cash lately... Yeah. It's because uh, uh, the last bonus and this current episode right now is being recorded in probably one of the most... Uh, uh, 
janky ass casual ways that we yeah. have managed to record, which then has really changed the entire mood yeah. of how how we're how we're you know kind of dealing with this. I'm just kind of going with the flow because you and I are. Looks like we're weirdly interviewing each other. I really don't like this. For people at home, for behind the scenes, parting the kimono a little bit, the more fucked way of saying behind the scenes, parting the kimono, uh, (laughs) to reveal the the treats inside. Never, never, never never, do that. Never do that again. Uh, Anyway, uh, so what we're doing here is instead of having our individual mics that we would hold uh, and do a little bit of mic control, sometimes not to Nick's liking, uh, and he would yell at us, uh, we have a single condenser mic going for the whole room which means that we're like huddled around this one mic at the moment and also i'm in a lovely little ddr chair that makes me look very professional and i'm i am interviewing nick for yeah some sort of like we did this bit already i think that the 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 50s smoke filled like exactly chat show that was just being interviewed for being hot yeah I don't do. I, I have no actual talent. Yeah, no. It's a. It, it's 1956. We've invented being hot. <laughs> Take that, Soviets. <laughs> yeah. Here little, with a hot guy. <laughs> yeah, who is absolutely not a communist. <laughs> By no means whatsoever. New, new research has shown that not only do we find women attractive, but they find us attractive too. Nick, tell us about that. <laughs> Sup? <laughs> so yeah, you're just like wearing shades. Yeah. Uh, so we have in in our you know relaxed new you know 2023 mode of of we haven't really been able to properly record I think an episode yet this year in a in a normal format. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be fucked next time we do it as well. Which is next week when we're all available for the episode. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yes. I need to catch up on those episodes. <laughs> before so, we, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um coming soon. <laughs> I do too actually. I yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that we would kind of because you, you and, and Ted talked about Berlin elections. That's right. On a was it a bonus or a it was regular? a bonus, I don't yeah. know. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Fuck that! I wasn't honest. <laughs> I assume that I assume that you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, I don't know if you guys touched on like the the we we touched on it too at the beginning of the year of the quite transformative nature of like the Berlin media landscape mm. that that really kind of contributed to the CDU. You know. Yeah, we we like. We mostly focused, for people who aren't behind the paywall, which I guess includes my co-host Nick, uh, <laughs> we did focus on, like, just the campaign and what, like, what the politicians themselves were kind of saying. Yeah, okay. And how they were acting, rather than, like... And, yeah, we did talk about this at the beginning of the year. We did mention, like, a big part of that election was the whole, like, uh, CDU demanding that, like, everyone who shoots a firework has to release their name unless it's not Muhammad, and it's, like... Sebastian, in which case we don't care and stop yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it was like that very much was at the forefront of I think the election this year was that more or less fabricated story of the the fireworks and a New Year's thing that then turned into a racist you know witch hunt that then ended up being more or less one over exaggerated with the damages that were done and yeah. over and completely lied about 
who were the perpetrators. Didn't matter, though, because... Complete fucking flip as well, because, like, the conservatives in Germany, the, C- the CDU, CSU, were, the, like, traditionally the defenders of everyone's allowed shoot fireworks, don't take my fireworks yeah. away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. same thing with, then, like, the FDP and the, the, the media persons that go with it. We talked about this on, uh, like, at the beginning of the year. Hmm. But the the thing that then is kind of also very interesting is how then that is, you know, fast forward to where we are now, you know, after the elections in Berlin, of how it kind of is something that's very frightening that we're in this era, too, where then this very far-right media landscape has a lot of control. Mm. And that I think that we're going to be seeing a much, like, there's going to be much more, more cohesive push rightward against the current go- as as bad as the current government is in Germany. Yeah, I do not want you know the FDP CDU overlords. Yeah, in the next election, which is probably very mm-hmm. likely. If also maybe the Greens too go along with them as well, because the Greens, from what it seems like, have you know flushed out any remotely coherent ideology of the, theirs. The fundies are gone. The fundies are dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's what's the... Uh, um, what's that line from Eminem? What, what, what happened? Lose yourself in the music. The moment <laughs> you own it, you better never let it go. No, what, it was like... Uh, Y'all never, y'all never talk about uh, Dre. He's locked up in my basement. What, 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 what oh, am I thinking of again? Uh, yeah, because that's what happened to the fundies. <laughs> They're in Eminem's basement. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, from the real Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know what you're talking about. The fundies oh. are dead. <laughs> You better lose yourself in the music, the moment. <laughs> and Anna Baerbach. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Wait until Putin hears this. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like the idea. Yeah. That's the thing that then kind of also been been you know before we you know take on the serious topic of that Germany's media landscape is probably the furthest right wing that it's been since I don't know maybe like the sixties. It feels mm, like beginning of this podcast certainly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I've I've not. I mean, I've I've lived in this country for a decade, and mm. I've seen. I mean, German German media has always been reactionary. There is this is nothing new. The thing that then I find that's very scary about it right now is how that then's much more normalized within the within the global like right wing nationalist internationalist deal is how similarly to say countries like Hungary or the United States or um, uh, I don't know about Poland's like media landscape and stuff, but um, that. Really weird conspiracy theories are also getting a lot of traction yeah. in major German media. Particularly, I saw a thing today of like Welt entertaining the idea of like mass groups of people being like permanently affected by the the vaccine, oh, which is sure. like. Of course, absolutely. This was even noted when they picked up the like hand shaking video things that were being like yeah, Americans were posting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so first thing first is that there were people, of course, hundred and ten percent, as there is with any type of thing like this, people who had true negative side effects to the vaccine. Sure. That was it, it. That was admitted 
when this was being distributed, yeah. but then that there is an incredibly small possibility that you can have this list of complications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, you had to sign a waiver saying that you were aware of that and that you were taking the risk for well, it. Well, that's why you also had to wait 15 minutes after yeah, you got the exactly. shot. Yeah, exactly. And like, don't get me wrong, I can understand in the sense that there's a bit of like, I, I, as as someone who like also did take the vaccine and stuff like that, I completely understand the skepticism around when, how, and how quick was rolled out this and that and that. And I would never, you know, I, I really tried to be fair with people about if they didn't want to take the vaccine because I can understand, especially with certain communities, that then like that's scary, mm. you know. And I was taught, you know, it's like whenever you, particularly in the United States, if you look at then why there was so much hesitation from the you know black american community because of like you know just history like you know that's there there is obviously apprehension that you can at least understand and sympathize with however what vet is doing then is that then they're doing these articles of exactly though the the privileged white germans are reading belts are not yeah they're not they're not concerned about the 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 okay what are like you know what's a serious discussion about then the implications of rolling out of you know mass you know medical program especially in the sense of that then remember the thing is too is that everyone has to remember that germany never required the vaccine like some countries did say like greece or france especially if you worked in the public sector oh right we never they never did that i mean like the closest he did was the like the 3g 2g stuff where like you but it still kept it more and less in the sense that then if you wanted to participate, there was a way for them that you could hmm. until there was there was a very short period, remember, where you had, you had to be vaxxed to go and do certain things. But To go into, like, we're done, like, for people to know, you had to be, like, vaccinated to go into, like, bars and restaurants. Restaurants and movie theaters yeah, and stuff like that. You, yeah, you, like, if, you, if you were avoiding the... Uh, if you're avoiding the vaccine, it was like the end of your social life, effectively. Yeah, exactly. Which was like that was, but that was the that was the last push that they did before. They they they, they couldn't have made it a federal requirement, you know. Mm. So the government made it very difficult for you to be able to like do stuff, of course. But um, yeah, we we forget. But like one of the big things that was happening in Germany was like the federal government just like not wanting to deal with it like yeah wanting the states to deal with it because it was their purview in a lot of the stuff but then like the problem became coordination where like people from berlin were like banned from entering like schleswig holstein and stuff like that yeah it was it was it was i mean you know what in hindsight covid uh uh it has me very uh once again, scared and apprehensive for <laughs> the next big global pandemic because uh, yeah. it it really showed us that how expendable we are in yeah. the global system and whatnot. There won't be another one, Nick. That would be lazy writing. I we know, can't right? have it again. Yeah. Like, well, you know, right now, we're having what it seems like that then that invisible alien weapons just like destroying. The like infrastructure of the United States, it seems like. So, well, yeah, well, we've got the the, the mysterious egg that showed up in the fucking uh, uh, Japan. We got, yeah, we're all excited for the egg. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's that. There's you know, for some reason, just gas leaks are happening everywhere in the U.S. Ah, mm. uh, you know what? It, I'm fine with intergalactics. You know, s- secret. You know, uh, <clears throat> invisible war. Yeah, it, it, space it, for the damn space noids. God. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so the reason why, I mean, I guess this is much. I, I I didn't write any notes on this. This is me strictly just going off of feel. Me me feeling out the room mm. and really feeling out just like that. I've always I've always tried to be realistic. I feel in the sense of how to monitor Germany's like right wing media landscape of it. It's like it's it's. It's normal reactionary right wing stuff, but yeah. it was always kind of like there's always a there was always a realm of it that was just kind of like the stories were always just all like culture war nonsense, yeah, yeah, yeah. and very much pro U S kind of backings of things, but it never really. I mean that's that's newer like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been ramped up definitely. That's yeah. This is I guess you're right. Like this has become un, un, like under Trump, like everyone in Europe was suddenly a fucking Gaullist. Yeah, we were all like. We're going to do our own thing. France has nukes. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But it was like now with the Biden administration, it's doubled down to like, okay, you know, things are back to normal. Yeah. You know, uh, res- you know, responsible, good <laughs> America who's apparently wanting to, you know, send us all to hell. Mm. Uh, they're the they're the good ones. But that's not the stuff that then really troubles me because that's expected. Yeah. Like Europe loves complaining about that the U.S. is evil when it's a Republican in charge and then a Democrat who does the exact same, if not I, worse, yeah. shit gets in charge. I remember like the Irish equivalent of Hot Topic uh, was there's a shop in Dublin called Asha. I remember them specifically selling like bedroom posters you could get of Bush quotes of like dumb things he said. And then when Obama came, you could get like the Hope shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, Europe is fucking dumb in that regard. <laughs> you guys need to realize that the sense of that just because I'm grumpy and I tell you that then the Democrats are just as evil as the Republicans, nah. um, you need to take it as serious because look at where we are now. You know, we have Joe Biden in Poland. The uh, oh my god, yeah, I forgot about hello Poland. <laughs> what? what was the hello Poland moment? No, just at the beginning, they're just like all like you know. Oh, he's just they're just screaming for Biden, and he comes out yeah. and he goes hello Poland. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's, he's kind of like he's from he's from the Obama White House. He just wants a media job. Yeah, he just wants to be on Netflix. He doesn't get out in front of the stage. Oh, but yeah. like, hello. Oh, <laughs> I did, in fact, bring the walk to Poland. <laughs> but uh, 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 no offense to you, Jack, but you know, like uh, uh, you know, the Greeks—they make the best kibasses. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, the thing though that that with yes, okay, U.S. Uh, Atlanticism is you know back; it's in trend. Yep. USA number one baby. That never. Like it's annoying, yeah. But I always like I don't I don't like if that's if if that's their default under under certain presidents, then that's the way that it is. Yeah. But it's not dealing in like a counterfactual world that mm. is promoting these. I mean, yes, okay, maybe it like hides a bit of the truth with some of like the pro NATO shit, but that's always expected. Yeah. You know, we you know we're 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 you know I hope that then that the people like who listen to our show or you know. Uh, uh, intuitive enough with the topic, you know, familiar enough with the topic to kind of navigate that, you know, that bullshit. But yeah. it is a bit hard. I, you know, I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't also like it, especially with how overtly pro NATO everything is. But the thing that's very much getting me, you know, confused is, is, or not really confused, but has me worried is the level of like one part, like, Europa bullshit, like mm. you know the return, yeah, stuff that say Politico has been doing lately, and 
the amount of then not even just the culture war stuff that then like the lo- like that other Axel Springer things have been kind of like you know investing in more because they yeah. always have, but the things that are either more tabloid than before, which is saying a lot, or absolute bullshit, typical yeah, yeah, yeah. like ultra right wing conspiracy theory, like Bill, G- like borderline Bill Gates, you know, fucking whatever. NWO, whatever shit yeah. they were, they 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 were on, you know, during COVID or Q or whatever. Yeah, and I, I mean, this has also been like pretty well known too, with like figures like Julian Reichert being a bit of you know delving into that shit, trying to make himself into the current like Alex Jones now. Yeah, he's he's on, he's got he's got like his little he's got his little army as well, like people going out to uh, uh, Lutzi and stuff like that, were like on his behalf, like he was yeah. down there. But there and it like... really it really is like I I mean I know that the Germany's always late to the the, the party with everything, and it, like again, yeah, a decade later you finally have a German Alex Jones. Oh yeah, makes sense. In two years' time, Germany will discover the whole like fifteen minute city conspiracy thing. <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah, and it really—I don't know—it really, it really, it really is something that is uh, uh, solidifying my theory that we are just, you know, on the accelerationist trip towards, you know, European fascism even more. And we have—I—I I, I really would kind of argue the point that that Axel Springer under Matthias Döpfner is in there, like he's like kind of a Murdoch-ish character in a smaller scale for yeah. that type of thing. Okay, so like, there's there's two two sides of this that I'm interested in, and uh, hearing your kind of like differences because we have we have in your kind of like assessments of it, we have Springer International and Springer Deutschland. Yeah, yeah, because um, I am, and for better or for worse, an avid reader of Politico.eu. <laughs> you're a freak, and you love to you love you love to play in the slop. I play I play in the mud with the rest of them, and I get the vibe based on things like what I know of Julian Reichelt, for example, that, like, what's happening in Springer Deutschland is probably up a little bit more. Like, the international Springer stuff always tries to put a bit more of a respectable face on things. Well, you say that, but Mm. then I feel that then because of the the influx of of the hilarity of European nationalism Mm. because of the Ukraine war... And Politico has really, like, made it their, like, odd mission to, like, justify not just the Ukrainian state, because there's not really a discussion to be had there. If you're saying that that there's not, like, legitimacy of the, like, if, if Ukraine doesn't have sovereignty, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? However, this, like, origin of the Slavic or, like, the Kivian Rus and shit like that... Politico mm. has had so many of these bizarre fucking articles of like, yeah, uh, Ukraine is like the superior Slav and whatnot. Yeah. And that, yes, they're Europe. And it's just like. It gets very like, they're one of the good ones kind of territory. Yeah, and it's just so fuck. Like, I'm just so. Like, the, the, the insanity of. One, first off, this is one of those things that just continuously plays into the stupid Russian narrative that then Europe just can't, like, shed itself of any just, like, race science Nazi bullshit. Mm. And the thing that's so stupid about it is that, yeah, Russia's stupidly right about that. Not that they don't do it themselves, you oh, know? Oh, they love doing it. They love doing that bullshit. 
but they can always just hilariously point to these dumb things. And then you have you you have some you know Politico sicko pulling out the like the Axel Springer branded fucking calipers mm. and measuring the skulls of every like, you know Eastern Slav they can guess get their hands on, or you know the thing that they know because you know Russia has populations of you know non-white persons and this and that and that. Yeah, I mean like the thing always is they didn't Russia didn't force us to have that like. Media very quickly learned, but there was that like first couple of months of like, oh, this time it's different. They're blonde and they're blue eyed and they're white, kind of like discourse yeah. that was happening in like British and American media. Like that was fucked up and uh, bad. And Russia had a fucking field day with that footage yeah. of like, look, we told you. And they're like, come on, guys, well, shape up. Because this is the thing <laughs> fucking that end game here. Like, I've on. tried to mention this as much as I can without trying to, again, as I said before, not talk about the, you know, the Russia-Ukraine stuff. Because the bits that then that we can talk about are always like, okay, like in context of, of things, of other events happening. Mm. But actually covering, covering the war is something that then that we just obviously don't want to do and won't do. But it is kind of that thing that then, you know pointing to the sense of how we've talked about something on the show of how Russia's only thing is that they want to look good to countries in the global... Like, they don't care about influencing Europe. That's it. That's they, not... They, yeah. They've given up on that. If Russia can be this bizarre, weird, anti-imperialist, but, like, also, like, conservative moralist power mm. or, like, beacon for other countries, that's the goal for it right now. So any of the things that then that can show Russia, like... Oh, hey, you see, Europe's being really racist to, you know, us because we're a multicultural society yeah. in big fucking quotation marks, big which quotes. is like, yeah. And as I mean, we saw with the mobilization thing that it's very, you know, Russia very much, hamper, you know, you, yeah. like, cracks down on, you know, their ethnic minorities to go and, you know, they fight conscripted and, some of them first and so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, obviously, Russia will just do the, you know, Anything to then make Europe, you know, which Europe rightfully is uh, bad and racist and this and that and that. But to then kind of get this propaganda machine of Russia being this like, like counter uh, 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 hegemony that it actually isn't. It's just still kind of the same bullshit. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. wrapped up different and with the... Uh, bit more psychotic of a you know vibe with it too but <laughs> vibes are off <laughs> speaking of weird shit just on a completely different <laughs> note um i don't know why this got like no attention but uh god i'm doing that thing that i hate oh media is not paying attention to this yeah. thing uh there was a really funny thing that kind of slipped under the radar that i wish more people picked up on that zelensky was going around doing speeches saying that putin didn't exist what? Yeah. What? Yeah, he spoke at he spoke at Humboldt University. Sure. A few weeks ago, like three, two, three weeks ago, and there was like a week or two week long period where he just kept repeating the same thing that Vladimir Putin's not real. He doesn't think that Vladimir Putin like is alive. Okay. And then, um, like you can like I um I'll I'll find the article for you. I'll send it yeah. if it if it's still up. But it was very weird, and I kept seeing the same. It was like a very similar headline, like three or four days in a row. Yeah. Of him saying, and he just he did it, and then stopped. Like he kept saying this wacky thing, and then yeah. I, I guess someone in his camp was like, "Shut the fuck up! This is so weird. Yeah. You're coming off as so kooky." <laughs> 
But that's all. That's all I wanted to say is that you know what? Maybe maybe Zelensky does know something that 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 we don't know. Maybe maybe Vladimir Putin is just a uh uh, uh he. Uh, I don't know. He is incredibly load bearing. Like this is something that's like talked about all the time of like, oh, we need to get rid of Putin. Is like, unless you have like a real good plan, that's going to be like absolute fucking chaos in Russia. Like he, they, the like Putin has very much designed the way Russia operates as like all eggs are in the me basket, and if I'm gone shit's kind of fucked. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, of that then, because with the... Um, there was a very good article, I believe it was from Jacobin, hmm. about the economy, like, Russia's economy. It was called, like, Putin's Keynesian, or, like, Russia's wartime Keynesianism yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. And it really broke down the sense that then, because Russia never really... Tr- like, Russia's oligarchic, monopolistic, clientelist state... Yeah allows it to that then that they can run their economy on a wartime thing very efficiently mm. because no oligarch's going to want to tell Putin no because also it benefits their business first off yeah and yeah so it was a very like interesting thing of seeing how then because of how Russia is controlled in this way that weirdly the war has not been able to affect them yeah. or the sanctions have not been able to affect them the way that the west has anticipated because it's so insulated around one dude yeah you know so I don't know. Well, that's enough. That's enough of the the the, the Russia Ukraine stuff, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the general thing is too, though, is that then back to the media thing is that obviously the this information war thing has been the thing that 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 I think is allowed though. Like as you mentioned, then that like Politico's European or international, I guess more or less yeah. targeted uh, audiences also, and stuff like that. Because I also know they own like a shit ton of uh, um, media in Poland. Yeah, and that's like that's all kind of like opposition to PIS papers and stuff yeah. like that. But like that means civic platform. It's all like it's a, it's, it's, not, it's another wing. yeah. It's Donald Tusk's party. Yeah. He's still very right wing. Yeah. They're just like a little bit less trad, I guess. Like the Catholicism's a little bit less on the no Yeah, but. it's they they want they want they want civic platform and then they want civic platform to be more like the CDU. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want like I mean they also want then the emphasis of of, you know, PPP shit and yeah, you know, yeah. just But regardless of that, um Back to the thing of the two different the two different beasts that exists of you know uh, Springer Verlag the German one and mm. then Springer uh, uh, is it SE is the international one yeah they're yeah no they're an SE yeah yeah so Societas Europa um, but the the sense is is that then because now they're trying to they're they're I don't know. I, I I guess that they are technically in competition with things like New York Times, Washington Post. We had New York New York Times fucking gunned for them after. Yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is. I mean, they are they are they are in main competition with. I mean, Politico is also in the U.S. as well too. Yeah. Um, but I I I do think that there is a lot of space. Especially in Europe, for a predominantly like conservative media landscape to exist on a level like that that we don't really have on an international scale, mm. like Springer. I mean, yeah, okay. Rupert Murdoch, I mentioned earlier that he has a massive media empire that he invests in and around the world, but it's, if I'm not mistaken, mostly 
English language stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you have, okay, things like Bezos investing in things internationally, but it's mostly along the lines of Washington Post business insider things that then are just yeah. translated into that language. Uh, yeah, I need to, I need to look that up. I wonder if like, if anywhere I would imagine News Corp, which is Murdoch's group, I would imagine they would go South America. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Like anything that it tries to like dominate America will also need to try and dominate. Yeah, and I mean, America. like you know, sp- speculation aside, I do think that then that we're finding ourselves in. A- I mean, remember too, Matthias Dufna was someone who has who has personal connections and contacts with Elon Musk, mm. and was one of the people who egged him on to buy Twitter so that then he could work okay. with okay. Yeah. Elon Musk to create a quote-unquote free speech zone, yeah. which obviously just means give more platforms for the media outs- the media outlets yeah. that Matthias Dupfna, uh has control over. And... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, the thing that then I'm just so afraid of is after seeing the Berlin election is that then the lo- like local media actually has, at least in this country, a lot of impact of how things can then branch out mm. um, politically at that, you know, like like at your city or whatever. And although I'm not like the biggest fan of like elections – your local ones actually are where like some of the most radical politics can kind of happen. At least, at least yeah. we see here, you know, depending on where you live. Yeah. But um, there is at least right. whenever I see like, you know, the sense that then on a national or international level, things are so fucking chaotic and horrible. It's like, then you see things of like what like unions or like local politics things are doing. And now it's like, Oh, okay. That's like sick and like cool. Yeah. And it's like, not so, but also the counter of that then is that then now local media has become so much more weaponized against all of these things. You know, yeah, we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, like in the UK especially, you don't need. I mean, that 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 media landscape's always existed, mm. and of um, you know all the the, the anti uh, uh, rail worker strike things that are yeah, happening yeah. And, and stuff like that in the UK you can very clearly see in the media how it's 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 tilted that way hmm. but there is yeah I don't know there's there's a very weird conspiratorial right-wing thing that then's controlled by a guy who has connections with some of the weirdest fucking people in the world yep. that has an opportunity to kind of just like set fire this like trend of fascism that then that we're currently seeing of this like very pro Atlanticist thing of Yeah. And also remember too with 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 Dufna and you know positions towards things on Israel. Like the reportings on things like that in Germany have gotten so much worse mm. since I mean it's always been a problem, but they could like even like I can't think of like one decent media outlet in this country, even if it isn't bid, because it's like they they control the narrative of the public broadcaster so much. Yep. You know how much of the public broadcaster picked up the the New Year's Eve story? Yeah, and shit like that. you can you can drive the conversation. Um, Sorry, that I'm just rambling here, but no, these no, are no. things that then like these have been my thoughts of the past like weeks now, just observing them this landscape here that then it's like. Yeah, the narrative is controlled so much by so many different media outlets that look to be. I mean, everyone knows it, but then it's like they're 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 writing the narrative. Then at that point, to then the thing that then that as much as they lie and do all this other bullshit, no one really, except for a couple of newspapers that no one really reads, mm. are okay. Take it back. People read tots. 
but yeah. are 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 you know the national broadcasters yeah. not you know so questioning anything or whatnot? Yeah. So, yeah. so I think like the the New York Times piece on Julian Reichelt is still kind of like uh, very illustrative of all this because the the probably the one of the most important things in that was the like ability that um Springer and its like various other wings had the ability to like uh, uh create no merit in this fucking country yeah. like of like things that just like is known by journalists but can't be said even if they're not a Springer publication. Yeah. Um and that's like very powerful as a tool. Um because again one of the theses of this show is that like reporting across or like one of my things that i will constantly insist upon is like reporting across multiple languages is is dog shit like the level of understanding of like uh, um who and what various uh, 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 like kind of small stuff like stuff that is deemed too small for like about french politics for a um uh, um you know for an english-speaking audience or whatever, but like, can be kind of crucial if you're like on the left or want to have like a decent understanding of like France is just like completely buried in uh, French speaking news. Speaking of, actually, something that I want to talk about this episode because it is funny. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, already laughing. I'm already laughing. Uh, a couple of days ago, Macron gave Jeff Bezos the Legion of Honor in like fucking secret. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, he just like awarded it to him without ceremony. Uh, um, so like this was not reported on and like I saw like a couple of people I saw okay I only saw one person in English tweet about it it was David Adler from Progressive International yeah and I was like okay this is interesting but I have not seen anyone else talk about this I am going to google it I love you David thanks for coming on the show I am just going to double check this real quick and I looked into it like yeah the only people talking about it is just like media patch like like left-wing publications in France and like completely buried and like i also checked like okay i want to check like tech journalism websites like the verge and stuff surely they would like kind of at least mention it and like no no french webs it was like only french language publications specifically kind of like left-leaning ones yeah because the whole thing was like like he did this while like the entire nation is in uproar of the pensions and stuff which we should talk about at some point on the show um and that's like that just shows the 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 ridiculous barrier that exists between uh, little different Sprachraums or whatever, like little different speaking parts of the world that like, with maybe the exception of America, because like a lot of people speak English. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, or well, this is that thing that then I was, I was showing you this week, a project that I have to do for work where I have to make a, a, a you know, uh, uh, collect a list of newspapers as many as I possibly can from across the world to simply yeah. just cover things better. And it's like genuinely amazing the sense of like tap, like it's, it's so like t- t- tap into like Pakistani Twitter now and just see how that's fucking going right now. It's like, there's still a, there's still a crisis going on with the, with the, the floods. No, with the government being, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you of know, course. it's like the sense that there's all these things that then are still, I mean, you know, Peru is still going on this and that and that, yeah. but even then it's like, should still be happening. Yeah. But it's like, you know, all these things that then is going to get very interesting of, of the things of, of, of tapping into the more local yeah protests or little things like, you know, Jeff Bezos getting a, a, a secret, you know, yeah. a, a award and whatnot of, um, Macron yeah. securing his place in the rocket ships, basically. Exactly. 
But um, yeah, or like right now that then there's 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 massive waves of protests in Greece because of of uh, you know pension not pension reform uh, healthcare workers are going on yeah, on, yeah. on on strike and whatnot. The strikes in the UK are still ongoing. There's also like. Huge waves of strikes happening in Finland, yeah, as well. And all I'm saying in the sense of this is that then, if you have a means of controlling a lot of then the narrative on the local level of how the attitudes towards these things are, you know, you yeah. get results like we're getting here in Germany. A lot of this massive right wing push, and I know that everyone knows this. I know that this is nothing. You know, this is the most basic bullshit that then we're relitigating that, manufacturing consent. Yeah, right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is this is the easy. You know, this is this is nothing that then's. You know, this is nothing that's new to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that I just find that then is so very particularly interesting is that then Europe is finally having its moment, possibly of then maybe a uh, like yeah, like you said that he's bought like that 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 Springer owns a bunch of media outlets in Poland. What's then? You know, how is that? I mean, like. Poland is also like in a pretty turbulent time yeah. as well. And there is like there is the whole there is definitely everything I've heard <clears throat> everything I've heard about how Springer interacts in Poland just reeks of fucking like German chauvinism. Yeah. Of like the the like we know better than the German well, attitude. Yeah, well, that that's that's that kind of overstate the like yeah. German conservative attitude to Poland is still really weird. The German like, conservative it, attitude towards all of Europe is that Germany knows what's best for the rest yeah, of Europe. Yeah, yeah. So. they respect maybe the Dutch. Maybe no, <laughs> I don't respect the Dutch. I wouldn't respect the Dutch. I, we don't, but that's because we're woke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're woke. We hate the Dutch. <laughs> we hate the Dutch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I again, like I said, these feel more like, like again. Just a, it was just a topic that kind of popped into my head that's been really bothering me. Mm. And, you know, we have lazy, uh, not lazy, we have, you know, the chill set up here. <laughs> Might as well have, a, you know, a little back and forth between, between friends to kind of, um, you know, say literally nothing about a thing that probably everyone already knows about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so if I'm going to draw like a conclusion and a point to all of this... Uh, um, I, I would, I would. It is, uh, it is. <laughs> stay safe, drink dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay safe, drink dirty. But no, like more, more specifically. Um, I can't believe I don't have. Uh, they're not a uh, selection of publications. There we go. Um, so I did look it up, and like News Corp has nothing actually outside the English speaking world. Yeah. Uh, primarily concentrated in uh, U.S., Australia, where he's from, and the U.K. And a few in India, isn't he? Have to, uh, yeah. I didn't see anything. Huge one is he owns one of the big five publishing companies. He owns HarperCollins. Yeah. Um, and that's like a, that's a big deal. The um, then we have then we have Springer Group, which I yeah okay here we go yeah yeah sure enough. So I would say. It's definitely looking like the ambition is to be a European Murdoch, like pan-European. Yeah, I'm not wrong then. No, absolutely not. Because the thing is, is that then you have... The New York Times has something slightly like an international... uh, Or like, not really... Yeah, like an international... Or CNN has just an international presence. But you're not... You're still represented as the name of your company in that country. You know, CNN Turk... CNN, whatever, like BBC, whatever, you know, India, BBC, BBC, yeah. BBC Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera, whatever, yeah. Ring a lot, Al Jazeera, You're Balkans. not like, like, 
you see the name Al Jazeera or BBC or CNN, and you get the idea. All right, that's what I'm. You know, I'm getting this perspective. Yeah, having a, the ability to then kind of hide yourself behind a local, like an already established yeah. media, is something that then guarantee you that then you're going to see Springer doing in a lot of places who don't really know who Springer are. That is, as far as I understand, that is how Springer entered the Polish market. Yeah. It is how they entered the Czech market as well. I just looked, double chat they have done that. And it is also kind of their machinations for entering the Austrian market as well. Woo! Uh, which there's got to be more crossover there because of just like being in the same language speaking area. And again, it's also what they did with political Europe. Yeah. Political Europe was not Springer and now it is. And it's still just called political Europe. Um, and that's very interesting. And that, I guess, makes sense as a strategy when you are dealing with like a multilingual space like yeah. Europe is just like use the established branding don't don't like try to make a unified brand you can just make a unified message that's fine but like i do think it is useful to look at how the german media market operates how the like springer publications operate because i do think that springer when they buy something outside of uh, um outside of germany like when they buy something new they put their big toe in first they yeah. ease into it more than like politico.eu you can probably track it just by listening to this podcast uh, over time because this is where i do find my, a lot of the insane shit that goes on in europe um they are very good at like collecting everything that happens in europe and putting it into one place for kieran to nom 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 but like it did go from it being more or less exactly the same as what it was, which wasn't great beforehand. It was like still a neocon kind of yeah. like publication. Um, but it then like moved into, I think we talked about it at the beginning of this year of like the fucking, uh, um, the guy from fucking like spiked and uh, living Marxism, the Hungarian guy who talked about like Magyarophobia and like, Politico.eu put out this tiny piece kind of like being a little bit critical of it, but like two days after they just gave him free reign to write whatever. Yeah. Well, that was the thing too that then kind of prompted why I was thinking of this is that then aside with the, the anti-vaxxer Welt article was also that another Welt article that was like, we spoke with this whatever bullshit philosopher who said that actually the real enemy of democracy is the West itself. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it obviously then is so that then they can be transphobic and every other regressive bullshit thing and, you know, do that whole thing while then pretending to be like, oh, actually, you know, see, we're for freedom, but we're for reasonable freedoms, which are just, uh, you know, the things that I like. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, you know, all that other stuff that then I don't understand, um, I'm going to also say that that's bad and (laughs) uh, make that, you know, difficult and illegal. But this is... This is why, like, the German conservative respects the Dutch, because it was the Dutch who came up with the term oikophobia. Ooh. Remember? I feel like that is, like, that is perfect for Springer shit. If they're doing the whole, like, the biggest threat to the West and democracy is the West itself, like, I need Bild or Welt or something to come out with oikophobia. I can just see, I can see perfectly in my mind... Ulf on the corner looking out at me from the headline and then like ga 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 da 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 oikophobie ga da 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 it's gonna happen and also I think there is one thing that is gonna be like a big trend or is becoming a bigger trend 
world over of like conservative reaction that the Germans are going to be fucking uh, the vanguard of, which is, and we talked about this in the election, the election episode with Ted, which is like car ownership as identity. Oh my god, yes, they yeah. fucking love that shit more than anything. And it's to the point where it like is literally counterintuitive yeah like everything about the like you know the the i mean the the hill that all these freaks want to die on is one that there's so much statistical evidence that is dumb is germany's lack of speed limit on (laughs) certain parts of the autobahn and it's just like in terms of fatality crashes that it's just like you know wasting of resources but like this this election in berlin was so centered around i want to fuck my car like please this, let me fuck my car and he, build more parking spaces so yeah. i can fuck my car in a bigger parking space no but like basically the pedestrianization of Friedrichstrasse was like cdu voters chernobyl like that yeah. was like fucking you like you've created a dystopia this is this is too far gone like for what, what do you if, they're going to make like what a, are you going to like what are you doing driving down Friedrichstrasse for like no, what nothing. what in your right mind you think that that's like a, an okay decision to be made they're going they're, you're a freak if you want to drive down that street they're going to make their own version of like the LGBT diversity flag with an Audi A8 on the front of it or something Something like that. It's going to be. They're going to. They're doing car ownership as identity. It's being like into really cars, fucking weird. Being into cars is cool in the sense of if you're in cars because you view it as like a toy and you're a child and that's yeah. And you but if you recognize no, that no, about no, yourself. exactly. And and there's nothing wrong about that. Like I mean, I don't want to say that that it's like. You know, liking cars is like liking motorcycles or liking guitars or like like it's just it's a hobby and I can get I can get why people find them interesting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why would you base your fucking personality and day to day life on something that you can't even do in the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I get in the sense if you want to like have fun with the car and like go on like longer drives or this and that, whatever. But for day to day driving in the city, there's nothing more horrible that i could think of especially living in this city where having a car means that i'm getting wherever i need to go twice as long and if i just either walked or took the public transit or took my fucking bike yeah you know owning a car in the city is one of the most idiotic things that you can do and they just love they just love the idea of just being cucked by a machine yeah and they i think i think i think springer Build particularly this will this will be more build and Velt will put like a little bit of an intellectual sh- like sheen on the whole thing, but like they will a hundred percent kind of like take that energy as well as like all the stuff that we're seeing elsewhere in the world of like the like new the New Jersey drivers in New York who are like on purpose running over cyclists or like yeah. the people in Britain who want to like run over like the uh, uh, extinction rebellion protesters oh yeah they the love road. that shit that's already yeah. here yeah, yeah the yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, what what's the group here that are blocking the roads again the uh, the last generation yeah the last generation yeah that's it uh, um, yeah like absolutely the make make it legal for me to run over last generation yeah. that's like that's that's the new platform <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing that's been so stupid with it is that they're like the left uh, generation was like inconvenient it's like that's the fucking point that's the point that is the point like, you know like i just it's it's whatever old bullshit needs to pass the law now that allows me to murder them with my car yeah i mean if any country if any european country is going to pass the you know vehicular manslaughter yeah law, no speed that- limit of if a member of last generation's underneath your car yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> like that yeah, would no. be the like <laughs> members of last generation are technically an autobot now yeah. due to a new actually you know your car's allowed to murder three people a year yeah It'll be the fucking courts as well. There'll be the fucking psychopaths out in wherever, Vuppertal, or wherever the court is in this country. Oh, 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 yeah, we're, I forget always. They've been getting kooky with it, though. They've been, like, passing, like, they nearly, like, tanked the entire, like, Euro. Yeah. (laughs) They're, they're, they're insane. They're all, like, they're all, they all have the fucking politics of the AFD. Yeah, because they all are, like, original AFD people. Yeah, they're insane. Back when, like, AFD meant something. Oh, Oh, you know, back in my day it meant being a, a libertarian economist yeah. but also being a raging neo-nazi oh yeah, i wanna fuck the deutschmark <laughs> oh yeah on that note i guess <laughs> that's disgusting on the note of wanting the fuck the deutschmark <laughs> yeah oh man it's 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 been the casual setup um and it's it's me Kieran, and it's nick and it's corner spady and the theme song is New Dawn by Melty Brains. Haven't said that in a long time. Saying it now. And, um... Come check me out. I ordered myself some new t-shirts with dumb things on them. You, you should... ordered new t-shirts? Yeah. What, did you, what do they have on them? Oh, okay. Nick, Nick. Do you remember... <laughs> All right. Extra ten minutes in the episode. Do you remember the... Uh, um, there was a Microsoft program, like 1995 Microsoft era, called... 3D Movie Maker, Microsoft's 3D Movie Maker. Possibly. And it was just like little kind of like you could make short films by dragging little 3D figures around and there's little characters and stuff. One of the one of the greatest characters from it was like a giant rash. I turned out his name is called Fabrice. So I got a t-shirt with the giant rap printed on it and Fabrice in like the same font as like Gucci underneath it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's up my alley. Yeah. That rocks pretty hard. And also I got a black t-shirt with the, the, in white Helvetica text, the new like beautiful German copy that exists on the McDonald's ads here now. Big day, big tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hoping that teaser comes soon. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, I can't. I'm, I'm really excited for you. I'm happy. Thank you. I don't buy I'm a lot. Glad of that you and I know how to spend our money like adults. <laughs> I found a place that like custom prints, screen prints like one t-shirt concept and like charges me very little for it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm going to have all sorts of goofy t-shirts. So yeah, come check me out in Berlin. Just find me. It's my new cool t-shirt. Yeah. Also, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, open invitation. Find yeah. me. Find me. Find me. I'm a, um, I'm, 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 I'm like a, <laughs> what's it called? The G, what's it called? Geo, uh. Geocaching? Geocaching, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, come find us. It's a riddle. We gave you all the clues. You're just not listening to the episodes correctly. Yeah, play the episodes backwards, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We mentioned... We've, okay, we've probably mentioned all our favorite restaurants. <laughs> they can probably find us. I don't know. Can you? Can you? Yeah, challenge. Yeah. No, no, I actually don't. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to listen to our episodes in a very specific way, which we've told you how to listen to. Yeah, these we episodes. gave you all the yeah. clues, Batman. Yeah, uh, so, or whoever else. Watch someone knocks on our door and they're like, "Hi, I've solved the I've solved the quarter speedy riddle." <laughs> Get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, speaking of weird interactions, on my way over here, I'm not doxing anything, but there was one of the. Uh, um, 
a Turkish wedding was happening where, you know, where they all have, the, like, the motorcade and they're just, like, slamming their horns. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Class. But, like, I was crossing the road in front of them and they're, like, literally right up against the pedestrian was the, like, lead white car with all the flowers on yeah. it and stuff. And I just gave them a big thumbs up. They fucking lost their mind. More beeping. <laughs> beeping intensified. Hell yeah. yeah. You felt like the biggest man in Berlin. Didn't yeah, you? and I was just housing, like, an entire thing of Pringles, cheese, and onion. Being like, it's the most, it's the most special day of your life. And here I am being a fucking dirtbag. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Uh, on that note, go into the world the way that Kieran went into this, you know, wedding <laughs> caravan. Yes, that's right. And we will talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye.